and welcome to the Presale Pulse Live, a show that is dedicated to helping you understand everything happening in real estate across Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. Now I'm Ryan Lalonde, and I'm joined by Emily Canada's real estate marketing whisperer, Susanna Gonzalez. <laughs> Susanna Gonzalez, love how you broke up there. I, you know what? I actually this is the only reason I come every month is to see what adjective you're going to use. <laughs> The only reason I'm here. Now, what a crazy year it's been. Nine months ago, every part of the industry was anxious about what was about to unfold. And ever since projects started to roll out, the market has continued to prove its depth. And it's keeping naysayers, for the most part, on the ropes, which is where we like them. Mm -hmm. uh, and make no mistake about it, Vancouver's continued to prove its worth. It's also identifying, as it always has, a blue chip real estate in Vancouver uh, in the way that the world perceives us. There's so much value there, right? Both in terms of uh, current day pricing, amenities, lifestyle. These are all the things that are bringing so many from around the world to look at Vancouver as, as a very viable destination for their families and for their wealth. Suze, we have a great show today. And of course, if you're new to the channel, Presale Pulse is all about recapping both the presale and the resale marketplace over the past 30 days. And we want to touch on everything trending in the industry and ensure that our subscribers feel like they have their fingers on the pulse and that they're slowly or more quickly, depending on your pace, becoming real estate intelligent. Today, we're gonna to talk about what we're noticing in the marketplace. And most noticeably, a great month for resale and pre-sale. July, performing just like we knew it would. We're gonna hit on the projects that we think all of our viewers should be aware of and keeping their eye out for because there's some great offerings about to drop. And then of course, we're gonna to touch on the downtown core. We did it last month, we're gonna do it again this month. Two releases, two huge successes, Emily Advisory nailing their predictions. We're so excited to track that market and see what we're seeing in the downtown core. Yeah, it's back. It's back. And, uh, and let's jump into it. Yeah, absolutely. And on that note, our internal MLA advisory team is active in all major markets across Canada. So reach out to us using the links below and we can provide market data, information on specific marketplace or recommendations on product design, which I particularly love. Special thanks to Altus Group, Urban Analytics and all of the industry leaders who help us prepare. As always, let's get going with macro and start at a 50,000 foot look at what's happening in the market. now. Let's first start off with the Bank of Canada. July 14th, uh, it announced its intention to maintain policy rates with a slight adjustment to the quantitative easing program. This is basically adjusting the target of $2 billion per week down from the $3 billion. Now, this is in line with MLA's advisories expectations. We started sharing some of this content about 30 days ago. Uh, and it just represents the strength and confidence in the Canadian industry. Of course, to stay up to date on interest rates, make sure you subscribe both to MLA's Newswire as well as Nest Mortgage, sponsor link attached below. That's gonna give you unprecedented access to everything you need to know on what's happening with rates and banking changes. Now, interest rate change is still expected in mid-2022 rather than mid-2023. We started reporting that about five months ago. The five-year variable, no change here 1.29 to 1.45 percent five-year fixed also holding 1.74 percent to 2.09 percent most rates have remained unchanged over the past eight months and that's despite a slight increase in april and may in july bc unemployment was 6.6 percent that's unchanged from the last month and many feel it's only going to get better now the unemployment rate is continuing to drop and this is especially true in the service industry which we believe is gonna to continue to really benefit from lowering the restrictions and more international travel that is really expected to occur in Q3 and Q4 of this year. Now, as of the time of filming, the Canadian dollar is trading at 79 cents to USD. And while it's down a bit from last month, conversions from Canadian to USD saw a huge rebound in the last two weeks of July. And this is due in part because of, what, of, of the pickup of oil prices. Also think that it's really important that similarly in June, July saw vaccinations ramp up in BC and Canada as a whole. This is huge for us. Uh, it's a testament to where we are in terms of vaccinations. 
The CDC is now offering walk-in Wednesdays, which is just amazing. I think that all of us wish that we were there a few months ago. Um, but the notion that all of us have an opportunity is what really matters. Uh, the most recent stats have 82.3% uh, received one shot in BC and almost 70% receiving two shots. Over 70% of the 18 plus population now is also vaccinated with one dose and that is incredible. That's having a huge decline in hospitalizations and we think preparing Canadians for the most part to return to a restriction free lifestyle. Stage four, lowered restrictions on travel, normalized social contact and of course making masks a personal choice. Let's touch a little bit about the provincial government as well. Uh, we released a financial uh, update on July 28th, and that showed that BC ended the 2020-2021 fiscal year with a really strong credit rating. Uh, the then projected deficit is around $5.5 billion. That's a significant change from where we thought we were going to land, which was closer to the $8 billion mark. Now, the, prov the province is working hard in order to balance that budget, um, and we can expect constant revisions throughout the remainder of this year as restrictions come into play and obviously have a huge impact on the economy. Now, Suze, I think that's it for the ma macros. That was a lot. That's a huge deep dive, a little bit deeper than normal. But um, next up, Metro Vancouver pre-sale and resale. And be certain to check out the Fraser Valley edition of the pre-sale pulse. That's going to follow in the links below. Also check out the lineup of past pulses and spotlights in the links below. There's some incredible content that talks about how our market has been changing over the last six months. Let's look at our pre-sale data for July. There were 11 projects that launched achieving 49% same month sales absorption. Now we sold over 1,400 units this month and this market uh, this marks the third month in a row where we have sold more than 1,100 per month on average that we've seen in the past and that's a 9% gain up from last month. This is particularly positive because we've been releasing more inventory in the past few months as well in the pre-sale market and yet we've still seen six consecutive months of that 40% or higher same month absorption rate. And don't forget, it's summer, so people have been on vacation. We've seen less visitors in our sales galleries, but the sales numbers are still strong across the board. Listings are down in the resale market as well, so we're seeing some of that demand trickle into the pre-sale market. All in all, very strong numbers, very strong month. What an incredible outcome to where we all, all of our mindsets were at the beginning of this year. Yeah, and we're actually 49% uh, this past month, um, but six consecutive months of over 40. Yeah. And that's a, that's a huge testament to just the strength of the market. Yeah, agreed. Let's talk secondary markets like uh, Greater Victoria and the Central Okanagan. These are seeing continued growth and are receiving greater attention uh, from institutional and private investors. This is something that we're paying very close attention to. Uh, developments such as Dockside Green by Bosa, Nest by Shard, over 25% plus sold of inventory in their first month of sales. Impressive pre-sale absorptions for Victoria. Victoria was hot some years ago. It feels like it's there again, and that's really important because there's so much great opportunity for growth in those cities. We've certainly seen this in Kelowna right now as well, with significant interest from investors and end users in that pre-sale market. In July, three, con three concrete condominium developments launched in Kelowna in the downtown core. These projects include Aqua, Waterfront Village, residences at Lakeview Village, and Water Street by the park. Aqua, Waterfront Village, and Water Street, that's a whole mouthful, sorry for that, um, but they've had over a thousand suite selection forms prior to launching, and now all three projects are sold out of their released units. This is a huge for that market. Looking forward, we're going to be sharing more information on Caban as that comes online, uh, and that's one of ours, and I'm really excited about that. Oh. It, that's a huge offering. We got to jump into that. Um, let's first talk about June pre-sale project numbers. 11 projects launched in July, 1,426 units into the market. This month, six of 11 projects were concrete and the demand is huge. We expect this to continue to improve in September as international travels opens up. Fully vaccinated Americans are also now able to travel to Canada for non-essential purposes. We know that we're, we're expecting some increases 
of that truck to find their way into sales centers. Um, YVR projected 23,000 passengers per day, a substantial increase from even just a few weeks ago, and by far the highest traffic since March 2020 before the pandemic hit. And Suze, to your point, at 49% absorptions in July show that resale is a really good indicator of the overall resale market. Now, it isn't a monolith, but there are several submarkets in Greater, in Greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley that are still seeing unprecedented pre-sale demand within the marketplace. And while we can expect a moderate market activity to continue into uh, the fall, prices are expected to hold or increase depending on the market. In neighborhoods where supply is still constrained, expect upward pressure. As British Columbians, if you live in one of those markets, put your hand up and really encourage those municipality opportunities to really push development through because the more supply we have, the more easing we'll have on price appreciation. In August, we expect 17 new pre-sale projects to launch. That's spread equally across the grid of Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. This is gonna bring about 2,000 units to the marketplace. Absorptions are expected to be lower uh, than they have in the past, and especially that 49% rate, we think that that's gonna slide backwards a little bit. Now, while our absorptions are expected to be lower, there are several developments that have been previewing for the past two months, and that's likely to achieve really strong sales absorption rates once they begin to publish those numbers. Now, such projects include North Harbor, Park Central, and Quinn by Port, uh, and we'll be highlighting these for you uh, later in the show. We have pre-sale now forecasts. Why don't we talk a little bit in numbers of what we expect to see in the future? Yeah, now as mentioned in last month's pre-sale pulse, we expect August and the fall to continue to see a number of projects released. Although many of the projects that were put on hold before during like 2019, they've now been released. So what we're seeing now, our projects are getting delayed again due to the standard municipal uh, processes. With 40% or higher same month absorption rate, developers are feeling confident in launching, particularly concrete products. So we'll see that continue. We're gonna continue to see a really busy active uh, fall. Therefore, over the next two to three months, we'll expect the volume of pre-sale launches to meet or exceed what's occurred in June and July. In August, that means 17 projects predicted to launch. This would bring over 2,000 pre-sale units online in Greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley and then they're even split between the two regions. Now, in terms of specific submarkets, the typical suspects will include launches in Surrey, Coquitlam and Langley. However, we're also expecting a number of developments in Vancouver West along the Canby Corridor and Marple area that we have our eye on. So let's move on to some project-specific updates. These are the projects that we think you should have your eye on uh, and, uh, and that I know that we're being asked about. And let's start with Drift, the first phase in Concert's master plan, North Harbor. Now they began previewing in mid-July and have since extended previews into August, really because there's so much demand. So far, the development has received over 500 suite selection forms for its first phase, uh, which as I mentioned is called Drift. Now this development has been years in the making and will include significant office uh, and commercial space as well as residential. It's going to redefine the waterfront in North Vancouver. And when you think about waterfront communities, the limited inventory on the North Shore, proximity to downtown, concerts reputation, I expect this project to do really well. Honestly, if I had cash right now, that's where I'd be buying. Next up, I think we gotta talk about the standard, Metrotown. Uh, this has seen some incredible pre-sale launches over the past several months. Uh, these included Concord's Metrotown Sky Park collection. You got Central Park House. Now Anthem looks to add to these. Uh, the offering is coming quick, 424 units uh, that are launching, building right next and what many believe to be actually in the heart of the uh, Metrotown. Um, previewing begins Saturday, uh, this Saturday, August 14th. Walking distance to Central Park, expecting um, a September, October launch. Like so many of the past launches though, expect robust commission structure, exclusive agreements, blocking, holding, 
all that fun stuff that you can expect from an Anthem offering. Uh, the expectation that this is going to be the, one of the projects to watch out for in Metrotown, and we're really, really excited because you know they do such a fantastic job with, with their products. We can't wait to see where they land on price. So let's talk about Eclipse by Thin Properties now. This is one of our projects. Uh, it's an exciting new opportunity. We'll see 329 homes launch in the Brentwood market. Eclipse will overlook a brand new 13-acre park, so beautiful views coming. And of course, it's located in the heart of Brentwood, which means quick access to transit, to Whole Foods, uh, and uh, the new shops that are finally opening in Brentwood Mall. Um, and it's really lovely to see how that community is coming together. Um, so if you haven't already, register for that one because it'll come up quickly. I mean, if you're shopping Brentwood, this is the one. So pay attention because we know that demand is already building and our expectation is that this is going to be a really strong campaign. Next up, I think one Bear Mountain. Yeah, a different market for us. A little bit different. Yeah. But excited to track secondaries. Yeah, it's a bit out of our normal jurisdiction, but uh, it's definitely of interest. It's coming uh, located in the city of Langford on Vancouver Island. It's kitty corner to the Bear Mountain Resort, uh, and the development will offer 209 units. Interestingly, the development is one of only a handful of towers offering luxu luxury condominiums outside of Victoria's downtown core. This is the first concrete condo tower on Bear Mountain in 15 years. So if that doesn't say lack of supply, <laughs> I don't know what does. Now the project will rise uh, 18 stories. Uh, the highest of any condo development uh, in the West Shore. And since we are talking about uh, Victoria, um, I would love to talk a little bit about Pacific House uh, in Esquimalt. Another this one is, of our programs. It is, uh, and it's a by Lexi Development Group. Almost every home has a stunning ocean view of the harbor, two blocks to the water, only 66 concrete homes here, a terrific opportunity for long-term value appreciation here. These are beautiful homes. We're excited to bring this to market shortly. So again, that's one where you're going to want to probably register for pretty quickly. Now, during my university years, I lived just a few blocks away from this location and it is just unparalleled. Like access to waterfront is so incredible there. So yeah. we know that we're going to be strong on the offering. And as Sue said, make sure that you're clicking those links below and register for that program because if you are looking for Victoria real estate, this is one that's going to be snapped up quickly. Next up, I think Baycrest West by Woodbridge Homes, another one of our programs. I feel like we're kind of yeah. stealing the spotlight a little bit. I'm going to blame the writers that uh, pre prepared us for us. After the incredible success of Baycrest on the rise, Baycrest West is now preparing to launch as well. Now, we're going to keep this quick, but it's a boutique offering, and that's something that's really special. There's only 24 townhomes, so make sure that you consider this if you're thinking about townhouse product in Burquitlam. Uh, Woodbridge is uh, committed and behind every single home. That's something that's very special and part of that offering. I uh, also think it's really important that we're offering a wide mix of three, four, and five bedroom townhomes. Jamie of Woodbridge has put a lot of effort into making sure that we really understand who our buyer profiles were on those earlier offerings. And, and because of where some of that demand layered in, we felt like, hey, you know what, let's expand that a little bit and, uh, and reach to some of the groups that most of the product in that neighborhood is not are not able to reach to. The other thing that's really interesting is that we have a number of really small three bedrooms, and that means small lower aggregates. So very, very affordable offerings. Our expectation is that with that few homes, these are going to sell very quickly. Yeah, nice variety of price points and functionality. Totally. Let's turn our attention now to our resale data for Greater Vancouver. Now, while sales technically decreased, they did align with typical seasonal fluctuations for this time of year. Additionally, at just over 3,300 sales this past month was a four-year high for the month of July in terms of sales volumes. So that paints a nice picture of just how robust this market is. Now, there were over 4,300 detached, attached and apartment homes newly listed for sale in Metro Vancouver 
Vancouver in July. This represents a 26% decrease compared to the homes listed in July of 2020 and a 25% decrease compared to June of 2021. Now overall, new listings were 12% below the 10-year average for July. So again, supply constraints. This low housing supply remains a fundamental factor in our housing market. Home sales in the region represented an 11% decrease um, from June of 2021, uh, but a 6% uh, increase from July of 2020. This month sales were 13% above the 10-year July sales average. What does all of that mean? That's a whole bunch of numbers. The takeaway here is that we still have low inventory. We still have very strong sales, especially for the summertime, which we often will see a natural lag uh, in uh, activity. So all in all, very strong months and numbers, and we'll expect to see the same thing in August. Yeah, I think that that's a fair point, right? Like we're, we're basically 12% under listings, 12% under sales, and we're still doing so well from a price performance standpoint. And so our expectation is that prices are gonna either hold or continue to appreciate moving into really busy parts of the, of the end of the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth quarter. And you have to keep in mind, we have immigration coming back and we also have international travel. And, and Vancouver has been such an incredible destination for international travel. So the belief is that September, October, and November are gonna pick up any of that slack that July and August have, we've somewhat been feeling just with the fact that again, summer months. And I think the other nice thing about uh, the price changes is that it's sustainable right they're not crazy <laughs> they're just where we need them to be so that um, people can have choice but they can also have time and make good decisions and uh, and not get uh, you know not get too crazy with you know year over year 20 percent plus <laughs> price changes and in parts of the Fraser Valley month over month exactly. yeah apparently uh, so let's talk composite benchmark price now it's sitting at 1.175 million that's a big number the HPI benchmark price is up about 13 percent uh, almost 14 percent since July 2020 that's huge uh, HBI price is effectively unchanged from June though of this year and so it's basically holding it's increased at a couple hundred bucks that's positive right now June isn't too long ago so we're basically talking about 30 days uh, but given the impressive growth it feels to Susanna's uh, most recent point that the market is calming and that is fantastic um, but to our also earlier point expect it to rise again and so be very very careful if you're looking for a home today our expectation is, is that prices are going to continue to escalate and so making sure that you're active now is probably the right decision we should spend a little bit of time talking about sales to listing ratios as well Suze why don't you jump in yeah absolutely the the ratios in Greater Vancouver uh, still firmly within a seller's market territory no surprise um, across product types the decline in sales was proportional to the decline in listing so what that means is that the actual sales to listing ratios essentially remain unchanged. The overall sales to listing ratio in Greater Vancouver was 34%. That's just a decrease of 1% for all product types in comparison to last month. Townhomes, of course, remain highly sought after in Greater Vancouver, continuing its reign as the highest sales to listing ratio across all product types, and it's sitting at 48%. Now, while we have lost a little bit of the FOMO that drove the market in Q1, a compressed inventory is likely to put upper pressure on the sales to listing ratio and continue the strong market in Greater Vancouver for the the foreseeable future. Now overall, while we expect that the sales to listing ratio in Vancouver to move towards a more balanced market for the remainder of the summer as people go on vacation and make the most of uh, lowered COVID restrictions, we expect it will rebound again in the fall. So um, again, sort of steady as she goes is really the message. Suze, there's a ton of great data there. Uh, that was a long segment. Um, and of course, if you found some value in today's episode, hit that like button and subscribe to our channel. Newswire, it's our daily email roundup of the latest real estate news. Subscribers get early access to pre-sale pulse, market insights, and the latest projects breaking ground. So when we're talking about Caban, or we're talking about Thin's next program in Brentwood, 
Access to Newswire puts you front of line and that's something that's really important to our home buyers. Now, of course, the MLA advisory team, it's always available to you. If you're looking for data uh, in any marketplace, primary or secondary, contact us by visiting the, any of the links below. And lastly, we wanna hear from you. Uh, so drop us a line, leave us a comment. Um, any of the questions or anything that you want us to speak about, we love understanding what our viewers are looking for. Uh, we've really enjoyed hearing from our peers over, over the previous few months. Um, and it's actually really allowing us to dig a little bit deeper on the programs that you care most about. Stay tuned for our advisory team's latest neighborhood spotlight on the Langley submarket. It's a comprehensive overview of market analysis and the community and the lifestyle of this growing market. Langley's been one of the hottest markets uh, in the past year, really. This report will offer insight into an up-and-coming marketplace for home buyers, developers, and real estate industry professionals alike. Agree, Suze. We cut that video about a week ago in the Fraser Valley office. It was a ton of fun, and there's so much great data. Not only about where Fraser Valley has been, but really our expectations of where it's going to go over the next 12 months uh, and longer. As Susanna shared, check out the link below and make sure that you uh, subscribe to that newswire that gives you instant access the moment that that video drops. And I think with all that being said, I think, Suze, that's a wrap. Another one done. Another one done. Dusted. Nice work. Oh. 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 Let's try that again. Oh. 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 And we'll see you next time. <laughs>